Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Hazardous Casuals podcast. I'm one of your hosts and your game master, Matt. We're so glad that you're sticking with us through our prequel arc and our early growing pains, and we hope you are enjoying our prequel episodes. Again, we're going to be releasing these pretty quickly and consistently on Mondays until we get caught up with the main campaign. And if you'd like updates on the show, you can check us out on Twitter at Hazardous Casual, and you also can contact us at our email, hazardouscasuals at gmail.com. We would greatly appreciate and love if you could go and give us a review on iTunes. And in case you've been wondering what system we've been using, we are using the Genesis RPG system from Fantasy Flight Games. And the hilarious setting has been something of our own homebrew high fantasy world. With all that out of the way, we will jump into our episode. Last episode, Raytheon and Zeku encountered something mysterious about an artifact that had been left in the care of Zeku. It would seem that the artifact can detect magic, and even more so, that something was attempting to use magic to affect the artifact. Both Raytheon and Zeku had a strange and yet compelling desire to grab the artifact. Raytheon, overcome with this desire, reached out to take it. Zeku was able to restrain him. Elsewhere in Alaria, Katjit Rogan chased a changeling across the land. His path eventually crossed with the caravan that Leo Thundershield was traveling in. After a quick search of the caravan, they discovered that the changeling had killed the caravan leader. Our episode ended with them capturing the changeling, and that's where we pick back up with Katji holding the tip of his blade to the changeling's throat. This is where we pick up the scene. You've just tackled, um, what's his face? Uh, the changeling. GM is so hopeless. He hasn't even memorized and his nemesis's name. <laughs> oh, he's got a name, but he probably will not leave, live long enough for his name to be revealed. <laughs> just tell me when time starts. Uh, <laughs> all right. The scene starts with, uh, we pick back up as, uh, Leo tackles the changeling to the ground puts him in a i guess a rear naked choke um and donovan steps over rushes over to uh bring his sword to his neck and the changeling like throws his hands up and goes wait wait i'll tell you more i'll tell you whatever you want just don't kill me and i say okay and bring the sword down as hard as i can no, just kidding, <laughs> just kidding. Oh, that's it. Well, that was quick, okay. quick adventure. All right, uh, let's uh, start my a new adventure. Is, my sword is at his neck. I go, talk quick. Talk quick. Your life may not be for long. Uh, I do. What do you, What do you want to know? Whatever you did not tell us the first time, you lying bastard. I work for a secret organization called the Night Night. Nightblades. Nightblades. Who are you loyal to? So I um I loosen him up and I start to begin to tie his hand his uh hands and feet. Okay. I keep my blade right there. Keep talking while I tie you up. Name. Say name of who you're loyal to. Uh, he kind of stretches his neck uh, a little bit after you've uh you kind of release that. 
and start tying him up. He's he's not struggling or anything. Just, um, he, he's a magic user, so I'm just ready. Just so you know. He's trying to save his life at this point. Um, uh, he kind of looks at you like he's trying to see, like he's trying to give you the right answers to prolong his life. I think at this point, and he he does tell you the same thing. He he says, "I I really don't. We that's the way that night blades work. We don't know who really." hired us he looks at you and goes well i i did tell you the truth about who i work for i all i know is I, i'm a part of the night blades but i no one really knows who we work for jobs aren't done like that it's just what's your mission oh my mission was to obtain Powerful. What are you looking for? Is procure, 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 procure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Procure valuable artifacts for my the uh, poster of said mission, said job. And where were you supposed to take the take them once you have obtained them? Different places. Who was your well, contact in? The the magic city. Forget the name. Um. Yeah. So he went. You you chased him to Ravenhold, which is the capital of um, Arafast. And he says, "Well, that's again. Most mission, most jobs don't work that way. We uh, tell the handler of at a particular place that we've uh, finished a job. We tell them the." the code name for the job. Um, and we hand off the item. Yeah. So, so where, who was your handler and which handler were you taking it to? Well, the handler's the same place for everywhere and they only go by code names. Okay. Where's the handler? Well, he was in Ravenhold. Okay. I'm sorry. I wasn't there. <laughs> and his name was the Raven. What did he look like? A raven. Should I bring the sword down? No, no, no. He really, no, no. I mean, he really. He, he's like really, like he's telling the truth. He's he's not trying to lie. He looks. He looked like a raven. He had a raven mask. Remember, secret society. Like this is a secret group within the thieves group, the thieves guild. We don't really. Was he like, tall? Eh, kind of. You don't know. You don't remember like any features. Big and bulky, like warrior. I mean, he was my height, my build, uh, kind of. He had a mask on. Did he have? Did he have? Oh, okay. So you didn't see hair. All right. I want you to think very carefully. I think for me, this is what your life depends on most. Was there anything that would give away anything about him, like race or disposition, any notifying characteristics, deep voice, high voice? He had, a, he, had a, he had a gruffy voice. Yeah, but that's it. I mean, he had a hood, Raven's mask. Again, remember, we're we we're a, a shadow organization within another organization. So, okay. So, so, all right. So, your specific mission was to take what? To take items to different places after I procured specifically them. specific items, please. Well, there was a magical item from Grey Matter that I stole. 
and a magical item I stole from Dol Gordul. I begin checking his person. I would say either perception or maybe streetwise. No, 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 skullduggery. Yeah, because you're like looking for where he would hide it, right? Yeah, skullduggery or perception. What's the less difficulty here? Can can I help him since? That's kind of my. Can, can you do it? I mean, I'm not really perception-y. Yeah, you can. I think you can lean down and like check his his coat, definitely. And I'll I'll, I'll help by I'll help by like turning the, the, him around so we can okay. we can look. Sure. Which so I... I think this is a two purple difficulty, um, and you can add a boost die since Leo is helping Catjeet. No, we're gonna keep talking while he does this. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Um, go ahead and make the roll and see. Let's see what yeah. you get. Just so time-wise, this is all going together. Keep talking while he searches. <laughs> well, well, go ahead and make the roll, because you're making the roll, right, Cat Cheat? I'm making the roll? Okay. Yeah, Yeah. he was saying I, I, I you're making the Okay, give me a second. Give me a second. I'm helping him. Um, and, it, it, and it's against your perception or skullduggery. Yeah, so pick, so pick either, either one. Oh, definitely skullduggery. Uh, roll, roll, roll. There you go. Okay. So it's a wash with four advantage. So triumph. Um, hmm. So you're not gonna get what do you? So you were just looking to see if he had anything on him, right? Oh yeah, I just want to see what he had. Basically, saying he he's just been um, told to procure magical items. Maybe he has a magical item on him. Um, so, okay, so you're Kenji, you're not gonna find as you kind of rummage around in his jacket, you don't find anything. Uh, how do you want to spend those four advantage though? I mean, that's quite a bit of advantage. I don't find anything. Well, it was a wash. Uh, so which I means guess it's basically wa- a failure. But you have four advantage. <laughs> While I'm rummaging around, I grab hold of his Johnson. <laughs> And then he that, starts really that, telling me what's happening. That's not starts, what you're just, looking for. <laughs> <laughs> he just really tries to pull it out of that pocket. Um, just, nothing pleasurable. We're just talking sharp, twisting motions. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess we would have an advantage to... I guess by searching him, maybe he gets nervous. And we have yeah. an advantage to what he's telling us. Okay, what if he gives you a very valuable piece of information? Yeah, he, right. he gets nervous and he he starts talking more. Okay, is that good? That that's good. Yes. Okay, <laughs> so you start searching him, and he like kind of gets nervous, and um, he goes, "Okay, I, I, listen, I I don't have anything on me. I'm in between jobs, thanks to you, because I couldn't." <sighs> Make my way. Wait, wait, what is, what is this? What is this? Is this, is this a weapon? This, that's, a, that's my penis! <laughs> oh, Leave oh, it alone. Okay. Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, all right, continue. Listen, I, I turned in to Ravenhold a necklace that was called the Resurrectionist. I don't know what it does. I don't care. I'm simply on a job to do a job. The Erectionist? The Resurrectionist. All right, so uh, a necklace called the Erectionist. Go on. <sighs> he just sighs. <laughs> um, 
And before that, I absconded with a ring from the dwarves that was known as Azoth's Doom. Who did you deliver it to? Uh, I took it to the city of Nightvale. To a contact named or looking like... Uh, well, that individual was, um, I mean, much like the other individual. He was dressed like a bird. A bird? A raven? A stork? No, a pigeon. not the same raven. Uh, a nightingale. A fat-ass penguin. A, a nightingale, yes. Nightingale. I think. How was his voice? Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, night fail. Okay, let's Ravenhold. Let's look at this map. Son of a bitch. <laughs> um, you probably would know more about Nightingale since it's closer to your home, Leo, than than Raven's Hold. Um, since it's like directly opposite on opposite coasts. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So I. Well, he he kind of thinks for a minute and goes. I think it was a woman. No. Was her voice gruff or melodic? <laughs> He's got Goku syndrome where he can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long time ago. I would say more sensual than <laughs> gruff. Please oh, may okay. have a, a drink or two. Okay. Who, what other context can you list? I think well, you've given Well, hold on, hold on. What, what's your current mission? Get a artifact from Three Oaks. What kind? Uh, it's a stone. Yeah, you know the name of the other ones, unless they all had it written on them. What, type, what kind of stone is it? Yes. What's the name of it? It's called the Sanctuary Stone. Okay. And I take it your contact there is like a woodpecker or something? No. I will not take it to Three Oaks. There is, he and he, he says that there's no, and then he stops it. Go on. No this one. your life depends on this. There's no, there's no night blades in in Three Oaks. There's none. No. We, so we where were you taking it? Yeah. Uh well, you know, it depends on where I'm told to take it. How would you be told to take it after you got it? He immediately looks like uncomfortable. Listen, friend, you are getting a new start on life. Think of it this way. Other than that, I might press down a little bit more on my sword. I uh, mean, I'm thrown because I was basically told to end your life. I figure this is about enough to have you conveniently escape. But you got to push this over the edge. You've got us rock hard, buddy. Get us over it. This, uh, he, he kind of like, uh, uh, we're sent a message once we have accomplished our mission. Is it by bird? It's oh, sake. magical. It's how do they, magical. how do they know you have it? You're not telling us something. Tell us. You're asking for trade secrets that if find out I'm dead either way, either I tell <sighs> you and I'm dead or I don't tell you and you kill me. Okay. Yes, yes that so, is exactly what we're doing. So take, yeah. We figured out the plan. So take, I'm okay, not, so so you don't tell us and we kill you. That's a sure thing. Okay, fine. First, Listen. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's, in the Thieves Guild, there's a thing called Thieves Can't. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, that's kind of how it it works in the night blades. My okay. magical thieves can't across distance uh, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, kind of. I write something down and I get message. Oh, you have a special artifact, a piece of paper that if you write on, sends a message to your employer. He goes, yes, and I didn't tell you that, so I'm okay. You figured it out on your own. He winks at yes. you. <laughs> where, 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 is it, where is it? I'm at the point. I will let you go if you give us that in exchange. He thinks. He's, he's thinking. He's like weighing this over for a second. You could, you could say you didn't know we took it. You are kind of distracted with a blade to your throat. It's in my shirt pocket, my coat pocket. Beware of traps. No, 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 tra no traps, no traps, no traps. I promise. Yeah. I, nope. I, the left breast. Left breast pocket. All right. Take... Is it in there? I, I, I look into it wary. Um, yeah, so he, you stick your hand in, you don't feel anything. He's like, no, up, 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 yeah, right there, right there. Uh, over, deeper. Oh, yeah. And you like, <laughs> you feel a seam, and then you feel another seam. You're like, wait a minute. The jackets don't, aren't sewn with double seams right there. And you realize like it's like basically a secret. Um, the first time you just went in and you felt that and you thought it was the first scene. And so when you went, uh, when you shook your hand a little bit further in, you felt the second, the actual secret com like jacket pocket. And you pull out a, a piece of paper that is... Anything else in there? Nope, just a singular um, piece of parchment. Okay. Does it have anything written on it? Yeah, so on uh, it's actually folded and folded up uh, on it's folded kind of in half and when you open it up um, there's a list uh, where when it's folded it actually has a picture on the uh, the parchment and the picture is of a crescent man in the moon uh, with a blade in its mouth like kind of it's in its teeth and when you open it up it has a list it has uh, five uh, places written on it. Uh, three oaks, and beside three oaks, it has Sanctuary Stone, Gray Manor, the Resurrectionist, which is crossed out, Shadowdale, uh, which has beside it the Staff of Tears, uh, Avonlea, which has next to it the Duelist's Delight, and then finally Dol Gordul, Azoth's Doom, and that one has been scratched out. So this this confirms that he's been telling us the truth. The truth, or at least there's only one left. No, there's uh, there's three left yeah, on his mission. The, the, the staff of tears. So yeah, so oh, there's right. there's two that have been crossed out, and three that have not been crossed out. All right. So um, does does he tell us anything else? That's, I mean, I, um, just got a lot of I mean, he'll tell you if you have other questions for him. I mean, he's kind of told you everything. He kind of looking at you guys like, okay, you you guys gonna let me go? You. All right. So so yeah. Uh, so I, I I he's told us everything he knows. It was all corroborated with the piece of paper we took out of him. You know, just being a changeling doesn't mean he's a total asshole. He's got a family. You keep keep uh, in mind I have been following this one for a while. Yes, yes, I, I have a family. I have seen just how much of a family <laughs> man he is. Yes, yes, family. <laughs> Yes, I have a family. Two kids. Oh, 
your life may not have been mine to save. Where where's the um wait where's wait. the guy where's the guy you changed into? Uh he goes what 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 guy? You know, the the master of uh the master of this uh caravan, the guy I've been chumming up with for the last couple of weeks. I was him all along. <laughs> Uh, yeah, realize I am still here. You know, the one that followed you here and knew where you came from. Do, do, do you remember that? Do you remember that question I asked you about the guy, uh, the the soldier? I asked you what was weird that he loved to dance. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. He uh, never yeah. said that. That's yes. how I knew you were. Uh, you were the that was my mistake. Oh, okay. That's, uh, <laughs> the, well, the jig is up. I. Uh, well, we we he disposed of him. Um, I need both of y'all to make me a perception check just right now. Um, just, uh, I think, one purple difficulty. Um, throw a, a, a setback dice in it, though. All right, I have no setback dice. Oh, jeez. We, we spot the heck out of this, Matt. <laughs> Here's what you see. You realize, like, wait a minute. Oh, we totally forgot about what was happening. And you re remember that uh, this guy wasn't just, didn't just a, it, everything the last session, uh, just like 10 minutes ago maybe, um, he didn't just, uh, wasn't just a part of this, but there also was like a band of kobolds that, that attacked this caravan. And you realize like, oh, wait a minute, there's mass hysteria around us. The guards are not winning this battle. And... Uh, the kobolds are, like, ravaging this caravan at this point. Uh, and so you've got an advantage, Leo. How do you want to spend that advantage? I, I'm, I'm going to leave this guy alone. Um, I'm going I'm to use it to... Um, I, this is not my mark. I'm going to leave Khajiit to do whatever the heck Khajiit's going to do. I'm going to go protect the caravan. So, uh, well, I, I, I was... I was just about to say, Leo, leave him tied up uh, with me. I'll secure him while you help out the caravan. Yeah, yeah it's because we both saw it. All right, and uh, I'll use the advantage to get me over there faster, weapon in hand. Okay. okay. And, uh, like, the second he starts going away, I press down with the sword. Uh, are you really going to kill this guy? Yep. I need to know, what part did you just – you just said you tied up his hands, right? That's all you said. Was you tied up his hands, hands. and legs. Ugh. All right, mate. I, I, I did. I honestly, I did say both. Sorry. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Make a make a. Well, well, and and hold on. Donovan got a triumph that never got resolved. Yeah. Now, how perception. do you want to? How do you want to spend that triumph? You just want to kill this? Use this triumph to, to crit this? Guy? I just want to coup de coup coup uh what uh coup de grace basically. If you want to spend that triumph to kill this guy, I'll let you spend the triumph to kill Aww, him. man. Can part of that be it's at least as painless he, as possible? He gave you everything. <laughs> he gave you everything. I, this, and this. it was corroborated with his paper. <laughs> yeah, you'll you feel, feel free to ask me after that. So, uh, yeah, bad, you, we'll kill him. You could kill him. So you're, you're leaving, and I just bring the sword down. He's dead. He's dead. Um, Quickly, I uh, take his jerkin because uh, it had all the pockets and stuff in it. Yeah, and I'm, I'd like to bundle that up, um, and then try to go join the fray. 
You're just going to leave him there? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I mean, it's going to take you at least uh, a round to get his uh, jacket off because his hands are tied, I feel like. That's what you're getting off, right? His jacket, his coat. Yeah, yeah you're going to okay. have to cut the rope for sure. Okay, so, all right, let's go ahead and, and enter into sort of a, a sort of like free flowing initiative. Um, but let's let's take a as we as Leo springs and charges towards a band of kobolds, and Donovan kills the helpless changeling. So so damn dirty. <laughs> um, let's screen wipe to Jordan. Said hello, gentlemen. So okay, we pick back up with. Raytheon and uh, Zeku in uh, Morty's Academy, Wizard Wizarding Academy, uh, and y'all, you had just had this overwhelming desire to grab a hold of this stone, and Zeku was quick and strong enough to keep you from from grabbing it when it was glowing per like purple. Uh, and once you kind of calmed down, you heard a noise, and, uh, you looked through the window and saw Ruby peeking in, and as soon as, uh, y'all looked that direction, she quickly, like, darted away. Zaku, I'm, uh, I'm afraid that I'm gonna have to go find that girl. She, uh, she doesn't really keep secrets very well. <laughs> he, he laughs, and, uh, I think she keeps secrets better than I'm just saying if it gets out that you've got some mysterious magic stone don't be surprised if they decide to pick up rocks and kill you I mean no I no no you probably should go get her but <laughs> Morty was fond of Ruby Ruby knows how to keep a secret but yes you go get her and I will uh, take care of the stone and with that, he like takes a cloth and wraps it up, and uh, develops safety protocols for that thing or something. He but. he goes, yes, I think it would be safe to keep it in the temple for now, and keep a close eye on it. Right, close eye, and uh, just kind of like start walking out. Uh, yeah, he goes to the temple, and I mean, he follows you out and goes to the temple. And, um, so, <laughs> uh, I, you see Ruby, like, running into town, carrying, like, how many turtles did y'all catch? Three? Um, yes. Three turtles. She's, like, she's just booking it. Is there any way that I could, like, soften the ground under her and, uh, and, like, cause her to trip? Oh, then it's just a two purple difficulty. Two purple, and you're gonna have to help me out on like what I'm rolling for the skill. Uh, so that would be primal. You're rolling a primal skill. Uh, difficulty two purple, and um, yeah, that's it. It's two purple difficulty. Okay. okay, I don't have access to my character. She doesn't say. Oh, oh, my bad. My my uh, rules. That means your character's dead. Oh, okay. Um, uh, no I, more Jordan. I have an orange in that, and I think I have a green. Okay, so primal. You have one yellow, two green. One yellow, two green. Even better. And so that's just two difficulty? Yes, two purple difficulty. There we go. 
All right, so three successes. Uh, yeah, what does this look like? You, you're going to definitely accomplish this. You're going to trip her up. So, uh, so Raytheon, he's running, and he's, like, realizing that he's just not going to catch a child with a lead on him. And uh, sort of casts a backward glance at Zeku, huffs, flips his wrist, and, uh, and sort of, like, curls his fist toward himself. And he mutters something that's barely audible. And uh, the earth sort of like cracks, crusts up into a, into sort of like a reverse ramp, and uh, and she uh, and she catches her foot on the upturned earth, and just ass over tea kettle. Yeah, she just wipes out. Eat, eats some, sucks some mud. Just, just totally right. Face plants in the mud, and uh... and I run up <laughs> and check on the turtle. Uh, the turtles are, I mean, fine. They're, okay. They're okay. Like they're still, they're still alive. They're still good. Yeah. Uh, um, she kind of like, <laughs> kind of daisily gets up. Uh, hi. And <laughs> I, I didn't see anything. I, I mean, I was just cleaning turtles. And uh huh. Yeah. With your ears and your eyes at our window. I mean, maybe, maybe I saw something. <laughs> maybe I did. She kind of. <laughs> You know. I was just minding the eaves, Governor. <laughs> I was just listen. I won't tell anybody. I know how to keep a secret. Sure, but we need to. We need to talk about what you saw. Well, I don't know what I saw. Mm. I saw a, a, a purple rock. Right, and the <laughs> fact is, we're standing out here in the middle of the street, and you're saying it where people can hear you. Yeah, but nobody's around. She like looks around. Like she says that, and then she looks around, like just to make sure nobody's around. Uh huh. Listen. You're gonna need to come with me and Zeku. Where were you going? I was going to sell the turtles. I don't know. I panicked. Okay, I've never seen that stuff before. I don't know what it is. And then you two like started wrestling. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, maybe maybe don't tell people that you saw something weird, and two grownups were wrestling. <laughs> she laughs. Uh, well, I mean, I'm sorry. Officer, that's my dick. Okay, well, we can't just keep these turtles. We need to sell them before they go bad or kill them and skin them. The, the turtles won't go bad. They're, they're still alive. Yeah, but are we going to keep them out or are we going to sell them? They pay good money for fresh turtles. Fine, let's sell them. Zaku? Zaku's gone. To... He's, he went to the temple. <laughs> All right, fine. Let's go sell turtles. Okay. Make your way to the market, and she quickly, like, points out a few individuals, like, vendors to stay away from. And yeah. makes a couple snide remarks about the ones she – like, she points at, like, um, old Jim. She's like, yeah, don't, don't ever go to old Jim. Old Jim will chip you out of money every time. And – Ruby, that's racist. No. It's, it's not. He's a human. I mean, well, maybe like I think he's. I think he's like half elf, but nobody really knows. He just don't. He don't trust old Jim. Old Jim's just. He's a. He's a crook. Everybody knows it. The only reason he does good is because people come into town and they don't know any better. And he's got the best spot in the market because he's paid off the mayor. Don't 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 worry about old Jim. I'm I'm not gonna mess with old Jim. And I sort of like pull my hood up. 
she kind of looks at you funny, uh, but she goes, "Come on over here. Uh, we'll take it. We'll take it. I know. I know. Just a just a spot. Just a just a vendor who pays top dollar for turtles. Uh, you make it there, and she immediately like uh, starts wheeling and dealing. And um, I'm gonna say, yeah, three turtles. Um, let's say you get uh, twelve gold pieces for the three turtles. So four, no, twelve silver pieces. My bad, not twelve gold pieces. Twelve silver pieces for the three turtles. I was gonna say, damn, that's some fine turtles. <laughs> yeah, no, three silver piece, uh, four silver pieces for each turtle, so twelve total silver in all. Okay, I'll uh, I'll pop that in the. Yeah, so I don't forget it. Are you gonna take all of it? Or are you gonna split it with Ruby? Oh yeah, actually, sorry, I forgot that she also caught those. Um, <laughs> about to say hey she about she about to get she about to not like you here in a second y'all about to have some she about to get start negotiating with you wait a minute here yeah no um i think that a uh a 50 50 split is perfectly reasonable um she pulls out a rather rather like hefty uh silver pouch from like her uh coat or her light like kind of almost she's almost got like a like a light vest on almost it's like a jacket but it's like real short kind of um and puts like the six silver in there so we're at the market we've sold the turtles um i think that uh yeah so raytheon turns to, to ruby and says ruby i think that it's time that i uh time that i did a little bit of investigating so I'm trying to do a little information gathering. If you wouldn't mind, Zeku could probably use your help. No, so uh, so I uh, I tell Ruby I'll see her later. I go ahead and head to the uh, head of the Twisted Oak. Uh, now, what time is it, by the way? Uh, this is just like five six o'clock in the afternoon. Okay, so they're just like just opening the bar then. Yeah. Uh, Raytheon walks into the Twisted Oak and uh, has a has a seat sort of at the corner of the bar, sort of toward one of the darker corners of the place. And uh, and so you know, who's who's the bartender? What are they like? Um, the bartender is in the Twisted Oaks. <clears throat> um it's a a dwarf um somewhat a somewhat of a taller dwarf but you can definitely tell it's a, a dwarf um and or at least he looks taller uh, from your vantage point uh but he's definitely a dwarf um probably middle-aged i mean he's he's pretty haggard i would say uh long uh dark hair you could probably tell there's some gray in it uh definitely a braided beard uh he's got uh half his ear is actually missing on his right ear and uh yeah he's got a very pleasant smile like it's a very um very nice smile um do i know his name um i'm gonna say this is probably your first time being in this this establishment so no you would have to uh introduce yourself if he uh, if he comes over to uh, to you know ask me what I'm ordering or anything like that, do you sit down at the bar? 
Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, yeah. He, he definitely walks the, over. The darkest part of the bar. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. Okay. House. Yeah. He 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 makes your way over to you. Aye. What would you have tonight? Uh, well, I'll start with a drink, but I was more interested in information. What's your favorite ale, sir? He kind of looks at you for a, a second or two when you say the information piece. Uh, I think that probably catches him off guard a little bit. Um, he smiles, though, when you say, what's your finest ale? Um, and he uh, kind of laughs. <laughs> uh, ale is for... Weak men. I've got dwarven whiskey, if you have the stomach. Oh, I've got the stomach. More importantly, I've got the liver. <laughs> uh, he he laughs and uh, turns around and pulls like from the top shelf and uh, pulls you a glass of dwarven whiskey and sets it right in front of you. Okay, and how much does that cost me? Uh, five silver. Five silver spent. Five silver. Best whiskey you'll ever find. Uh, we are going to drink that in a manful fashion. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just pound it? <clears throat> well, what kind of glass was it served in? Uh, like normal, normal. What, what, what would be served in like real world today? Yes, it was served in like a tumbler or in a probably, shot glass. Probably a tumbler. Yeah, that's very good. Tumbler. In that case, in that case, I will sip it appreciatively. Okay. Regardless of what it tastes like. <laughs> oh, it. You have never had something. I mean, it's strong, like. Um, you, in fact, you're going to have to make me a resilience check. Um, yeah, you're going to have to make me a resilience check. And, uh, I'm going to say this is going to be, uh, three purple difficulty. This stuff is strong, but it's good. Like the spice of it is fantastic. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's very strong. It's dwarven. So three purple difficulty. Three purple difficulty is say. Yes. And. What Resil kind of check is this? Resilience. Resilience. This is probably not your strong point. I've got two green. I mean, that's not bad. That's not bad. You can, you can still make this. Seven two threat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, cool. I'm going to say, yeah, next check you make, you've got definitely this, uh, a disadvantage on. You're going to have to have a, dis uh, a setback dice on it. But, yeah, you, you, you at first, like, you feel a little, like, when you take, you start sipping it, and then, like, towards the end of it, you're like, Ooh, ooh, oh, oh my. Um, he feels like a few other people's, like, drinks and then comes back to you and says, uh, what sort of information are you looking for? Um, so I uh, take a take a, the last sip out of that drink. What do you think? Tastes burnt, but in, like, a, a good way. What do you know about old... Jim, he's got more to him than it seems. Oh, oh, I yes. Used to be a mercenary. 
Some even say he fought know. in the Great War, but who knows? It's old Jim. I don't know, believe. But, uh, seems that he's into something shadier than Sellsword. I'm sure there's ways you can get favor in this town, in the market, but he probably doesn't. Probably isn't um, doing anything that would hurt anyone. Just probably greasing a few palms. I'm only going to phrase this this way because Raytheon is a lightweight and is drunk already. <laughs> I wouldn't okay. say I wouldn't say fully drunk because you passed your resilience check, but I would say okay. you're you're on your way. Right. He is he is uh, he is intoxicated enough to feel free with stupid words. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of greasing palms, uh, let's have another one of those. It's sort of like uh, you know. Taps the uh, the glass on the on the bar top. He's hey, and he uh, he goes and grabs you another one, and pours you pours you another one. You gonna ask any more questions, or are you just gonna keep sipping? Yeah, actually. Um, so just sort of following that line of reasoning, uh, I'm not gonna you know force us to role play all of this because it's just me on this end right now. Um, but basically, just asking uh, generally about. Uh, you know that that sort of brings to mind. You know what sort of sort of criminal activity do we see around here anyway? You know what kind of backroom deals have we got going? You know, basically just snooping around. Uh, with that, he kind of turns cold a little bit, um, and like gets he he gets a little stiff. Um, he goes, "Well, I'm here to tell you, I have no part." Any dealings with any criminal activity. That stuff does not belong in my inn. I mean, my tavern. Or my inn. I run a small inn. If you want a room, I can give you a room. But I am not involved in any... That stuff does not belong in here. Any, any sort of that activity, I... Nope. I get rid of it. And he, he nods over to the door. That's what... That's what Belfort's for. And uh, you see a rather large, like burly man just standing by the door. Well, not that I would be involved in any such a thing. I just, you know, helps to know who to look out for. Well, there'll be no looking out in here. I can tell you that. Good to know. And what, what was your name again? Ah. Uh, we found his name. <laughs> Darius. Darius Thundervane. Pleased to make your acquaintance, Darius Thundervane. I am Raytheon Mister. Pleasure to meet you. And uh, when did you like extend your hand or to shake? Um, or? Oh no, no! I extend an empty glass. For, oh, uh, <laughs> oh! He, ah! And uh, he comes over and pours you another glass. He goes, "I may not." And he leans in, and whispers, "I may not." be involved in that sort of thing. But I hear, and he looks around, you might be able to find what you're looking for at the Laughing Dragon Inn. Uh-huh. Thank you for the warning. He nods and tops off your drink. I pay the man. Alright, he takes your silver, and I think with that we are going to uh, screen wipe Back to uh, Leo and Katjeet in the middle of their. Not looking you back. <laughs> Not looking you back. La, 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 la. All right. 
Thanks, guys. I appreciate you being patient with me. Yeah, so, uh, all right, so you take a quick gander around, and there are three packs of kobolds at this point attacking this caravan. What do you guys do? I'm, I'm, I'm charging, uh, I mean, my advantage was to get to uh, the closest one as fast as I could. All right, they are currently, the one that's closest to you is uh, currently attacking a uh, young lady and is tearing apart her wagon. I mean, just ripping it to shreds. Like they're tearing, so they're going all through her like wares and like just, just, just ravaging. Do, do I see anything else that would be an obvious, an, an obvious more need of protection than this lady? No, she's probably the most need. Uh, she's, all right, triage. I'm, I'm going in. I'm, I'm, I'm rushing that guy. Okay, there's three. There's two kobolds on the wagon and one like trying to like it's like kind of on the ground, but has. She, it's like in front of her, and her back is is against the wagon. Like he's trying to like jump back and forth to keep her from running away. Uh, the right. two on the wagon have have dropped, kind of dropped their weapons. The one on ground has, you know, has his weapon drawn. All right, I'm going to the one that has his weapon. Okay. All right. Uh, make me attack. Uh, attack roll. It's going to be uh, two purple. Two purple. Okay, with my sword. So that's yeah. All right. I'm about to mess this guy up. Any advantage for me uh, coming up behind him, or does he see me? Um, yeah, yeah, you could throw on a, a, a uh, yeah, I think he's, I think they're yeah. all kind of occupied. Yeah, you could throw on a blue die. I, I don't hit, but I get a lot of advantage. <laughs> okay, um, I, yeah, I mean, this is triumph worthy, five advantage. Um, that's like an encounter changing sort of roll there, even with a miss. Uh, so you're gonna miss the the cobalt on the ground, but um. How do you? How? What do you want to do? What do you want to do with this advantage? Oh man! I mean, this guy would have to feel the wind of my blade just going right by his ear. It'd have to scare him back a little bit. Oh, what if? Um, what if as he's like raising his blade to sh like attack the woman, that you like you hit it with your sword, and it just cuts it in half. Like oh, you hit it so yeah. hard, it it snaps and like it ting. And he looks up, and the other two kobolds look up, and I mean, I think this is enough to probably to chase this this group of kobolds away. Five advantage. This is a lot. <laughs> I have never seen that many. Yeah, I'll take I'll take that. I mean, I, I would imagine that that'd be, yeah, just shink, sword broken. And and the one that's like holding the sword goes. <laughs> it just like. <laughs> He like he 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 tries to get away so fast, like he trips over himself and like scurries away. And the other two like jump down and run as well. Get to a safe place. We'll take care of the rest. <laughs> um, all right, Donovan. Um, you see two more. Pa you see Leo charging. This is what you see. You see Leo uh, charging the pack uh, pack of kobolds. You see him, you know, cut the cut his blade in half, and. Um, you see two other um, cobalt packs sort of attacking the the. Um, you know that there are two other packs of cobalts in here. If you want to make a perception check, you can just to see if you can notice anything else, or you can just simply just charge ahead at one. Donovan. Hello. I will do a quick perception check. Okay, sorry. 
I don't know if it was me or you, but we, we broke up there. Okay, so quick perception check. Uh, two purple difficulty. Um, I'm going to say that there is a black die on this because of just the, the chaos. Not, not for him. I know. His, uh, his neck for it removes it. Wow. Okay, you don't... You fail, but you have two advantage. How do you want to use that advantage? Um, for for the first one, uh, when Leo surprises the uh, kobolds, uh, does it totally spoil the first kobold's uh, erection? <laughs> he, see, he sees that instead. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sure. He's, he's, he's distracted. He's distracted from seeing the rest of the field. <laughs> <laughs> just, just see, that oh my gosh, drop. I'm in hell. I'm in hell. I am in hell. <laughs> Doesn't does spoil his cobalt's erection? Yes. He was very erect. Oh, you can't touch candle. I think uh, they would make me amused enough to where I could add a little bonus on my next combat check. Okay, well, um, okay. I was going to, yeah. Um, Maybe you kind of get the drop on the other. You kind of see that there's a, a way to get to the other pack, another pack of cobalts without them kind of noticing you, giving you kind of the drop I'm, on them in advantage. Just so you know, I'm, I'm going to chuckle to myself and just be like, <laughs> not today, little vermin, not today. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so, yeah, you make your way over to another pack of cobalts. Uh, there are three in this pack. What do you want to do? What, what are they doing? They are uh, – one's fighting a guard – the other one is fighting a young boy uh, near a, a caravan that is on fire right now. And the other one is, like, pilfering through, like, some belongings. Okay. Uh, who looks like they're in the most danger? Um, probably the young boy. Well, here's the thing. The young boy, you can tell... Um, We'll say this. We'll say the first advantage gave you an advantage on this roll, but the other advantage is you kind of notice that the young boy is unskilled at fighting. Okay. All right. So i i would I would go help out the young boy. Okay. All right. Well, make me a combat roll. It's going to be two purple. Okay. So you got a uh, success with a triumph how do you okay so how much damage is those two successes two successes so what's your weapons base damage uh oh crap i've never hit before no, um my weapons base damage is uh uh four uh with pierce and vicious whoa what kind of weapon do you have he's got katana. A, a katana so four damage um, Pierce and uh, Pierce one is going to ignore point of soak, which these guys, they have a soak of one. So they are not very hardy. Um, so four plus two, that's going to be, well, no, what's your strength? Uh, my strength, it, my brawn is two. Yeah, your brawn, sorry. Uh, so six, eight, so that's going to be eight damage. Yeah. Eight damage. Um, Okay. Um, if you want, you can spend the triumph to kill an extra one. Because right now you're going to kill two of these things. 
Uh, uh, so it's a, there it's are, a, there's one cobalt on the guard. One cobalt on the guard, one cobalt on the boy, and one cobalt pilfering, but kind of behind them in a, they're kind of in a triag, tri, tri, triangular sort of shape form. Which two ones are closest to each other? Um, they're all within like, within sort of short engaged range. Like this is all within a, a probably a 10, 12 foot, probably, probably less than that, probably like less than 10 foot like area. Okay, so because uh, the boy is what, probably it's probably it, the way it looks like is they're pilfering through this young boy and his mom's like and stuff, and he's trying to fight them so, off of it. So Katjeet's going around to the scene and he's going to see these kobolds lined up like they are, and he's going to take out his katana and he's going to bring it up and around and swing through, and as he does, he's going to impale the katana that's looting through the the treasure. And just push it straight through the katana, I mean, through the, the cobalt that's fighting the boy. And as he goes through, he's going to say, help the soldier. Okay, so that's just two with your damage. How do you want to spend the triumph? That's just two with my damage? Yeah, you kill two of them with, it, with your damage. That's what I was saying. Like, you're going to kill two with oh. the damage, and then if you want to kill all three, you can use that triumph to kill all three. Um... Well, I'm going to say, uh, I say, go help the soldier. And as the boy goes to go help the soldier, I notice something really good in that treasure. Oh, oh, oh in the in the young boy and the uh, <laughs> the old woman's treasure. Son of a. <laughs> Interesting. We're finding out a lot about Donovan's character this session. I like it. <laughs> um, yeah, you see a uh, golden goblet. Can I roll for perception on this? No, you're <laughs> far away. <laughs> uh, you're at least long distance away, I would think. A golden goblet? Yeah. Okay. Is there is there anything that'd be more carryable, like obfuscatable? You know, like I could I mean, put in a pocket. Uh, you can probably put it in your bag. Okay. Well, then yeah, I'll go for that. I mean, it's not like a huge goblet. It's like a you know normal like. Oh, so it's not like a king's goblet. No, 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 no. It's it's made out of gold, but it's it's not like huge. It's it's more it's like just a normal goblet just made out of gold. Alright. Golden goblet in my bag. Woohoo. <laughs> um make me a stealth check. <laughs> uh, stealth check. They are fighting, my friend. The old woman is not. <laughs> She might be. She's a strong, independent woman. <laughs> no, we don't need them. No, make me a stealth check. <laughs> okay. Too purple difficulty. She's scared out of her wits. She's never seen such violence. <laughs> well, can I really do that on this turn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just determining how stealthy you are. It's still in this thing. Okay, so how purple, you said? Too, too purple. Too purple. Too purple. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gavin's <laughs> yeah, like, man, I'm gonna hate this. My character's gonna hate this character. Because <laughs> I was gonna be playing with non-heroes. <laughs> I feel like Raytheon is probably a, a hero, just likes to drink. <laughs> yeah, you ask him about it if you ever find out. Okay, so stealth. That's based on agility. Okay, All right. Oh, jeez. <laughs> she is oblivious. <laughs> What's happening? Oh no, grandson! Please don't get hurt. And, and for advantage, what's connected to the bottom of this goblet? <laughs> Ga 
damn it, don't help him out. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I got it for advantage. My guy is going to, like, scoop up some coins. <laughs> so it's okay. Like, get the goblet and, like, one move. Goblet, coins, pocket. All right. Let's see here. Let's let's roll a... Let's roll a... a do I have a D? Yeah, let's just go with the details. Oh, All so I've bad. got here. All right, you get you get seven seven silver pieces as well. Oh, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> he kills the greedy, steals from the needy, and gives it to himself. <laughs> uh, good to me. All right, so uh, they'll be back soon with the medicine for the mama. <laughs> so let's see. Let's let's resolve. Let's do this since the enemy since the cobalt need a turn. Okay. Um, this cobalt near you dies. However, uh, you hear uh, the pack, the last remaining pack of cobalts, like roar and what they sound as victory. I, I go towards them. Do they just they just hit the old man, Gregory? Oh, Gregory. Yes. Uh, as you as you run over, they you notice that Gregory is like laying at the feet of a uh, a goblin, actually. Yeah, and there are four kobolds that this goblin apparently is leading. Okay. Is, uh, whose turn is it? Uh, it's your turn. Okay. It is Leo's um, turn. What range are they away from me? Uh, these are probably like medium range. Like, it would take at least one movement. You'd move from medium to short in one turn unless you wanted to double double maneuver. You could spend two strain. Uh, you could go from medium to engage and attack them this turn if you wanted to. All right, I've got to run in there. Um, hmm, do I attack the underlings? I'm going to focus fire on the troll or the, uh, you said it was goblin? It was a goblin. Yes, a goblin with a uh, a bow. All right, I'm going to close the distance and get, and get to the goblin. Okay. All right. Uh, make me a, uh, let's see, a two purple, one black die difficulty. Combat check. Okay. My base damage is, um, my weapon damage is three damage. My brawn is four. So we're talking, yeah. Plus one is eight. Eight. Okay. Okay, eight damage. Goodness, eight damage. Yeah, you're you're gonna kill this thing. How? What does this look like? How do you kill it? Run up and slice through, and it, it, it goes straight through his bow, snapping it as as it, as it goes through his uh his face. Okay. That doesn't cleave his face off. It just goes good halfway in. Okay. All right. He's like ah, and then he <laughs> crumples. Um, Donovan, what do you do? You are medium range from this group of, of kobolds and goblin as you see Leo charge over to it and kill the goblin leader. How many do I see? Uh, you see four kobolds. Oh, four. Four kobolds. Oh. Yes, four kobolds. Just kobolds, and... no more goblins? Huh? Just kobolds, no goblins? No, he killed Just... the only goblin. You it, see him it's... kind of break his bow and cut him in the face. Okay, and... how about the guard and the boy? Uh, they killed their kobold. Okay. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm going to go in. H how far away is it? 
Uh, it's medium distance, so uh, you could spend one maneuver to get to short, and then if you wanted to do another um, maneuver, you could spend two strain and take that second maneuver. Um, well, you have Fleet Apollo, though. Yeah. So. Make second maneuver without strain. Okay. Um, still can only do two moves per turn, so I can do I can do that and then act, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to do those two, and uh, you see, there's four cobalts left, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So Kijit's going to look around and go like, which one of these is the deadliest looking? They all look the same. They're all just normal, regular, green, hey, what, ugly what looking cobalts. What are they doing? Are they all looking at their leader? Uh, yeah, they, they turn to look, but, I mean, they're also, like, they're very vigilant right now, so you're, you're not gonna get, like, a, a sneak attack on these guys. Oh, how'd you get the tongue up through the nostrils? Like, <laughs> I mean, if you wanna, if you wanna try and stealth against them, yeah, you could, you could possibly do that. So I can take the two movements and go into stealth, so I'll be ready for next turn? Yeah, you could do that, if you wanted That's to. That's exactly what I do. I, uh, so Khajiit's going to, uh, <laughs> close up his knapsack. And then uh, run straight towards the, the cobalts. And as he gets near them, he's going to, uh, when he should have turned around like a wagon or something, uh, all anyone's going to see is some kind of rub up against himself and then just sort of meld into the shadows underneath the wagons. So make me a stealth uh, roll. And Wait. that is going to, uh, I'm going to say this is a, a two purple difficulty. Okay, so you you successfully like sneak under this, you rub up against that wagon, and then like you just crawl on all fours and like oh. are ready to pounce next turn. Before you take a turn, my advantage can it go to the the minion group getting a setback? Um, yeah, we can we can give that to them right now when they make this oh. check. Okay, <laughs> do they start arguing amongst themselves? I told you, Randall. <laughs> I told you this was bad. Yes. Uh, do you have any? Do you have any defense, Leo? I have I have two defense, one okay. deflection. Well, look at that. They miss. Yeah, it's a miss with... Uh, actually, it's a miss with a threat. So if you want, you can give this, these guys... Uh, you can make them suffer a strain. You can uh, give them a setback dice. You can do something else if you, you have an idea. Very disappointing. Um... <clears throat> So they, they, two of them try to swing at the same time and knocks one of their swords out of their hand, disarms one? Okay, yeah. I'd say that gives them, gives them a, a setback dice on the next check. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, it's your turn. You're up. Oh, I'm going to light one up. I'm going to like this. I'm, I'm going to aim for uh, – I'm going to thrust for a stomach. Okay. All right. It's, um, it's just two, two purple difficulty, no, no setbacks. Oh, it's gonna be good. Okay, um, so that's two hits and two advantage. Okay, so how, um, much, how much damage is that? So last, uh, so last time we said that would be eight. So it's a uh, three sword damage, four brawn, and you said plus one, right? Well, okay, so three damage for sword. Yeah. Plus your brawn is four, so that's seven. Then plus successes. Oh, okay, so that's two, so, yeah. alright. So that's nine. So not nine, plus yeah. two advantages, I don't know what to do with that. Um, well, what's your crit rating on your sword? Um, it is two. You could crit with it. So that's nine damage. Um, 
you could, yeah, you could totally kill this entire menu group right now. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. I just, just spin circles. Oh man. Or no, no, I just, I, I, I kebab them. <laughs> <laughs> you just run them through. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think you could get three on your sword and, and then how do you, okay. So you kebab three of them. How do you kill the last one? Just under the pure weight of me slamming the other three down on him <laughs> while he's scrambling for his sword. Okay. <laughs> Maybe stabs himself with his own sword. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. With that, um, that's there are no more kobolds. The last few kobolds you see are running off in various directions, right. mainly towards the woods. I run to help with a fire before checking on our good friend who told us all of his secrets. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going to say... Um, how, how's Gregory? Um, how's Gregory? Uh, well, how about you make me, a, um, make me a medicine check? Medicine, let's see. Okay, two, what's the difficulty? Just, just two purple. Only two purple. Two purple. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. An advantage. Um, but you fail. Uh, he's not doing too good. Okay. I'll say this. I'll that say fun. this. With the advantage, he has one one round to live. Oh, one round to live. Okay. Ka- Kaji, get over here. Help me with this guy. Do, do you know where I am? Does Does Leo know where my character is? Um, He probably saw you run over, but then disappear. Uh, what's my pack? Do I, do I have anything? Do you have any health potions? I have... Health elixirs? I have herbs of healing, and I have one... I I have one health potion. I do not have the other two you gave me. You can use uh, the herbs of healing adds one success and one advantage to the results of a medicine check. Um, But it's consumed when used. A... What did you say? You had a health elixir? A health elixir is like kind of like your stem packs in other systems. It's kind of like a painkiller. It gives five points of health immediately for each use, but it decreases by one after the first use. Yeah, I've only got one, so I, I can, so I can use it. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to save this guy, I mean, he's he's dead. Either you need to make a, a medicine check to either. Um, yeah, I'll just go and use my health potion on him. Gregory's, okay. Gregory's old, but he's, he's going to help us get the rest of the way. All right, yeah. So you give him this health potion, and he, uh, it, you immediately see like you roll him over. You didn't really like. You kind of just check his pulse, and like really, it was like, oh, he's he's okay. And then you were like, wait a minute. Uh, mm. Rolling him over like he had been slashed like across his abdominum, abdom abdominal. I, I don't know about it. It's across the stomach. His abdomen. Abdomen, yes. <laughs> Gosh, I can't talk today. Or, or I mean, has he been stabbed in his abdominal cavity? Yes, he has been stabbed, uh, and he is, he is bleeding Oh, between which lumbar? <laughs> <laughs> the second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, oh, that's low. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's very low. Uh, no, he's, uh, you give him this health potion, and immediately he stops bleeding, and the wound um, starts to heal. And uh, he kind of uh, he does not regain conscious, but consciousness, but he is still alive. Okay. Right, he's he's you. stable now. He's not going to die at this point. All right. I I go over to the the whatever the next uh, the next most uh, needing need of triage problem is probably the thing on fire. 
Um, I think at this point, um, okay, Donovan, are you are you helping out with this? Or are you? What are you doing? Have you, checked, have you checked your phone? No, I have not. Okay. I've plundered everything, and I've killed everyone who does not look like me. I just look like a pimp, just covered in gold, like <laughs> fifteen rings, a crown. Uh, what? What are you looking at? This is what I had on all the whole time. Okay. Um, make me, make me a stealth check. Uh, now, considering I was already in stealth, what is the difficulty? I would say this is well. Um, um, I think this is probably going to be too purple difficulty. I don't think this is really hard to do. There's a lot of stuff happening. There's still a lot of like there's a lot of fires going on right now that people are trying to put out and there's a lot of um people trying to heal people that were hurt in this this crazy Yeah, fight. so what about how about one? No, two two per- No, 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 no. Don't tie a tourniquet around his neck. Okay. See there. Um I think you succeed, but no one loves you. <laughs> I think yeah, you succeed, but if if someone like really really investigated this, they might notice something's off. So they might get a blue okay. a blue die on their check to investigate this. But it you do it enough to where it looks like it looks like a cobalt. Okay. Cobalt, you know. Got, got no, no, no more, no more, no more. Don't say okay. what I've done. No, no, I know what you've done. <laughs> I know that as the player, I don't know what my character knows. <laughs> Great. I could have done anything. Yeah, Evan comes back, and the old woman and the little boy are dead, but all the treasure's gone. <laughs> Let's see. What? Uh, yeah. So is that all you? Is that what you're doing? Uh, no, I would do. I would do oh. the task I was doing. Okay. And then immediately mm-hmm. go and start helping wherever I can. So. A, I'm going to say this. A fire got set to something that was extremely flammable. And it's Not starting the to... <laughs> yeah, Yeah, it caught a whole wagon full of, uh, full of dwarven... Uh, dwarven... Uh, let's say whiskey. Dwarven whiskey is on fire right now. Uh, what do you guys do? It's, no. At this point... Am I, am I, back, am I back with, uh, with, with uh, uh, Leo at this point? Yeah, I think you guys are helping. You guys are working to put this fire out. It has, at this point, it is burning one fourth of the caravan. Uh, Kat, uh, uh, Kat G looks over at Leo and goes, "The whiskey," and you see a, a small tear in like <laughs> part of his eye. Okay, so the whiskey's gonna the whiskey's gonna burn regardless. We need to get that away from the uh, the cart. All right, make me another um, make me another athletics check to see if you guys can. Can get this in another boost die. See if you guys can put this out. Ah, there we go. Uh, okay. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I got like three blank dice. I know. Yeah. Now, if you felt that next check, it was going to be bad news for your uh, your uh, stuff. But I'm going to say, uh, yeah, you guys. Okay, you guys get this fire under control. How do you want to use that advantage? I save uh, a few bottles of the whiskey. Okay. All right. I'm going to say that, that my only advantage I want is just we noticeably save a couple people. Okay. Oh, sure. All right. Start start getting the caravan into a defensible camping position. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say that you guys lost – oh, man. You guys lost 90% of the guards. So you all have two guards oh, left. No. <laughs> you have two guards left with – well, including wounded Gregor. I think Gregor is on top of that. So 
Um, let's say you had three guards left. And, I don't know um, what he'll be guarding anytime soon. No, he's he's out. But you have two guards left. Ka- Kaji, Kaji. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what what's what's going on with our friend here? Oh, I'm gonna say like they've already started. They've they've piled up all the bodies and they're starting to throw a, throw them like in a. They're starting to burn. They're getting ready to burn them. So I didn't notice that he was dead or anything. Um, like... I mean, he's okay, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, you could ask him. I think at this point you could probably ask him because people probably taken all the bodies and like removed them from camp at this point. They probably started happening like while y'all were trying to put out the fire. I would think probably right shortly after. Um, so okay, so so I so say, Kaji. So what happened to our, our, our shapeshifter? I uh, changed like. I uh, I did not exactly want him to win a fight against the uh, the Cobalt. I'll put it that way. I was fighting like a, like a dozen guys. I killed three. I killed a couple myself, maybe two. I saved an old lady and her boy and a guard, kind of. Yes, you definitely saved them. They would not have lived that, through that. Oh, I, if I if I think back at the look on that old lady's eye, I just oh, it, it does the heart well. You know what I mean? Uh, well, did you find anything else out while I was fighting? I'm just I did not question him. This was like you turned around. I'm like, well, shirt is mine. Have fun, sailor. Okay. What's your What's your plan? What are you going to do next? Well, now I have to return and report in all that we've learned, and maybe get sent out. I mean, this is serious crap. The guy who sent me to do this, like, I mean, whoa, uh, this is pretty big deal. Would you like to perhaps come with me? I mean, I don't see you selling much more Fraka whatevers uh, with with the remains of Camp Burnout here. Uh, <laughs> we have to we have to get these people to Three Oaks. We, they, oh, they're they're going coming? to Vast Haven. You guys are about a day away from Vast Haven. <clears throat> are you in charge? I at this point, I think we are. Yes. Well, okay, I will help out, but uh, just just keep in mind, my primary mission is to survive, get up to uh, report in. Uh, where are you go? Where are you going to? Uh, I believe uh, three oak. Is that where uh, I'm going? Yes. I asked to the sky. Yes. Okay. <laughs> where where right. am I going? <laughs> yes. Well, well, what is this? Why why were you following this guy? Essentially, uh, well, an old crazy wizard stopped me in a bar and uh, was like, hey, come help out. And I was like, well, my life sucks, balls. I'll do what you want. And so uh, he explained to me a situation where we were in dire dire danger. And I started following uh, a specific individual, uh, which might have been sent on tasks by some seriously evil people who uh, want a lot of people to die. Well, that's why I followed Mr. Uh, Burning Candleman over there on the pyre. And I witnessed him kill his way through several towns and stuff uh, while I was trying to track him down, uh, seeing only basically his leavings each time. Finally caught up to him right before the caravan, and he killed one more, and that's whoever shape he took the the shape of. And uh, then some kobolds apparently ended his life, and now he's uh, a candle, a pork candle. But uh, if everything he said is true, and the wizard who sent me on all this, who's a very big deal, by the way, he, I think he runs some of the stuff down over there in Three Oaks. Um, yeah, 
So that's pretty darn important because it might mean like a whole city of lives are at stake or more. You know how these <sighs> things go. First it's a pea, then it's a golden pea. Next thing you know, half of the world's in danger from a giant squid thingy from the ocean. Okay, all right, all right. I'm headed to Three Oaks. My goal is to sell my wares in Three Oaks. Ah. Uh, I'll go that far with you. If this turns out to be anything worse, I might be able to help out or just I'll just sell my goods there. Uh, I would like you to come along. You've been very helpful, at least here so far. If you'll help me get these people to Vast Haven. To Vast Deference? Uh, okay, I'll help you get them all the way there. Okay. Um, my guy smiles at as long as we, uh, I'll just I'll just continue with the deep the defenses. I've never made a deal with Kaji. Um, you never did. I thought I thought we did. I'm continuing with the defense. The, the defense. We only have two guards. We're gonna yeah, be so uh, up I, all night. I, I am also helping out, but while I help out, uh, I'm also going to be asking people about what's going on in the world at this time. There's any strange rumors recently? Oh, they're, anything that might I think, sound like it's linked up to what I'm doing. I think these people are are so shaken. They're they're not they're not like in the right mind to to talk about. I mean, most people probably lost people in this altercation. Um, I mean, you might could talk to the guards, um, or maybe some of the men, but I would say that most people are not. Um, I, I'll put you this way: without giving you a role, um, most people are shaken up to the point where like. They probably don't have the mind to talk about anything other than, like, just kind of process what happened. Uh, the guards talk about, like, this is the worst that they have ever experienced. Like, they're even shaken because, why? like, for you guys, you're like, eh, I mean, it really wasn't that bad. But, like, there's only two guards left out of, like, 20. And Gregor died, or almost died. And, like, that fact alone has, like, has, has kind of spooked the guards. Like, they've never seen Gregor taken out like that before. Um, so I don't, I don't think, like, they're really, they're really going to give you much information. Uh, other than, like, this is the worst, like, cobalt attack that they have ever experienced. So they've never seen them so, uh, cobalt before. Exactly. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> I go bold before. Um, Jordan, do you want to do anything on this night? On this night? Yeah. Um, I think that uh, I think that I've spent enough time away from the forest today that I want to go back and make sure that everything's as it should be. Kind of go back to the grounds and and uh, take take sort of like a like a night round. And, uh, and really check check on the nocturnal predators and prey and all that stuff and make sure that everything's functioning as it should here. Maybe establish a new camp for the night. Okay, uh, so you pick up camp. Uh, make me a survival check as you make your way through the woods. Which way do you want to go? Do you want to go north? Do you want to go east, west, south? Um, I'm going to go into the deeper part of the woods, so I'm going to head like northwest. Okay, yeah, that's definitely deeper. It's Albert mating season. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so make me a uh, survival check. That's probably going to be, let's do two purple difficulty. Uh, your, pers your survival is one orange, one yellow, two green. One yellow, two green, uh, two purple, and a black die. Since it's starting to get a little late, I think that it, this might be a little difficult navigating this forest. Because you start, 
you pick up your camp and start into like the northwestern, which is kind of. Um, do you go north? Do you go like east of the marsh or west of the marsh? Because there's actually a little bit of a marsh up northeast, northwest. Sorry. I'm going west. Would I gain a boost die because I know these woods so well? Probably not this section. Okay. You've probably not explored this section too much since it was um, probably the most densest part of the forest. Okay. Um, you probably. I, I feel like at this point you've kind of just stayed on the outskirts, just just far enough in, like it feels like home, probably, and just kind of getting the lay of the land uh, around the probably the temple and the the mage academy, Morty's academy. Uh, okay. So I, th I think at this point, yeah, probably just a black die and two purple difficulty. Okay. I will go on ahead and roll. Nice. Okay. You. Um. Yeah. You are successful in navigating sort of like you don't get lost and you don't get like hurt or anything like that however um you get a good like 30 minutes away from town probably and you probably didn't realize like this forest is that that thick at this point um, yeah because like on the on any maps you've probably seen it probably doesn't look like it's a huge forest um but you spot as you kind of you can – the moon's starting to come out, I think, at this point. And while this is a dense forest, like, the moon actually shines pretty pretty well into the forest. So the moon is waxing full, so it's pretty bright. Uh, but you notice it's not completely full, so it's about a week away from being full probably. Uh, so yeah. it's giving off fairly good light. But you notice a black, a dark, shadowy shape that, like, darts probably – Medium range for me. I, I immediately take measures to hide myself. Make me a stealth check. Okay. What What is my skill in stealth, Matt? Stealth is going to be three yellow, uh, three green dice. Uh, and this is going to be against um, three purple dice. Okay. Ooh. okay. You, you, you succeed. Well done. Uh, two successes, so you're able to hide rather quickly this thing just darted behind a couple trees so how far away uh it's probably about medium range good uh okay. good probably 200 foot i'm going to uh unlimber my bow and uh and knock an arrow but not draw you probably would notice not have noticed like it was moving well in that case i'm going to pay attention to the direction it came from uh your direction the direction you were heading you were walking from Okay, can I see any, any indication of movement or anything in that direction? Uh, right now, no. It's It just went behind a, a large tree, and, and that was the last you saw of it. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not looking for its movement. I'm looking for anything that may be chasing it. Oh, no, you do not see anything. Then the woods are eerily quiet right now. So just something that I, the player, know that he probably would know as well. When the woods get quiet, that means there are predators around. Exactly. We're going to climb this tree. It's going to be a coordination check. This is a pretty easy tree. I'd say it's probably just a one purple against uh, and you rolling three green. Four successes and a threat. <laughs> that threat is definitely you break, a, you break a stick. Snap. You get halfway up and just you you like step on a smaller tree, uh, limb and it just it was a dead limb. And you couldn't see because it was it's dark and it just snapped. You didn't fall, like you went to you went to reach for it, and it just 
I think, yeah, I think you probably just reached for it and pulled on it, and it just... Yeah, freezing right where I am. Do I see anything moving? Yes, it darts. Making its way towards the edge, like, towards the way you were going, like, towards the edge of the woods. Okay, so is that toward me or, or away oh, from me? Oh, it's away from you, yeah. Okay. What do you do? Um, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to make a survival check to see what possibly the best, the smartest course of action would be in this situation. It made me a perception check instead. This is going to be hard. It's going to be three purple, but I think this might inform you better. Three purple and you've got two green, one yellow, and I think a, a black die because it's dark. So it's two failures and an advantage. Okay. Um... You're unable to see what this thing is. Like, you can't tell what shape it is. You can't tell if it's a creature, a predator, a person. You can't tell. You don't know what it is. Okay. Um, but uh, what do you want to do with that advantage? With that advantage, I would like to ascertain the direction of its next movement. It is making a beeline to the edge of the forest. You can actually uh... kind of... From here, um, you can't see it, but I think when you were on the ground, you kind of saw, like, maybe the opening of the forest. Like, you might be coming to the end of it. Right. Um, so, how high up in this tree am I? I don't know. How, how, how high did you climb? I think that, um, I think that basically, uh, he was only climbing to, uh, to get a little bit of visual coverage. And to get out of arm's reach of any animal he knows about. So um, I'm going to say like eight feet. I would like to. Uh, so I'd like to just sort of dive out of the tree and uh, and just like run toward that thing and see if I can chase it down. <laughs> OK, kind of like uh, uh, kind of, kind of par- hardcore parkour. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I really hope there's a refrigerator in that box. Okay. Um, this is definitely going to be difficult terrain. Yeah, you've got Swift, right? Yep. Okay. So you've got Swift. You do not take any penalties from, from difficult terrain. Um, make me a coordination check. Actually, uh, this would be a chase. Um, so, yeah, this would be a coordination check against its coordination. Okay, I think and what... Um, it's just a straight coordination check against him. Yeah, but uh, no difficulty. Uh, your coordination is three purple. Three purple? No, three green. My bad. Three successes, my man. Three successes. Nicely done. That's well done. Okay, one success, two advantage. All right, this thing was long, probably... At this point, like it, it took off just making a beeline for you, and it probably was at, let's say, maybe medium range. It probably was closer than two hundred feet. It's probably like maybe a hundred feet away. Um, at this point, now it's it's, uh, it had moved and gotten to long range, but since you definitely beat it at, in this at this foot race, um, you are now back at medium range for this. So, do you want to do anything to try and catch up to it? Um, so what I would like to do is, uh, do I have eyes on it? Yeah, you do. Okay. I would say you do. So what were you going to do? I, I, was about to, I was about to speed myself up or see if I could trip it, but I think speeding myself up is a smarter play. 
Yeah, um, so you can make an augment check. Uh, it's going to be primal, so your uh, skill for that is one yellow, two green. Okay. Uh, so here's how, do you know anything about augment? No, I do not. Okay, so the difficulty check is usually two, average two, two purple. Um, if successful, until the end of your character's next turn, um, you can increase the ability of any skill checks they make by one. Um, sure, yeah, okay. let's let's do that. So that'd be three purple? Yeah, so three purple and... Yellow, two green. Yellow and two green, okay. Two successes and a threat. Casting that spell costs two strain. I'm going to say it costs three strain with that threat. Um, okay. But on your next check, you add a green and a blue die since you succeeded. That would be four green and a blue for the chase? Four green, one blue. So I'll go ahead and roll for Raytheon's uh, continued chase then. That is a success and three advantage. Um, make me a Make me a perception check. Just, uh, just, uh, uh, two purple. And let's, uh, blue and a black. Two purple, blue and a black. This is just as an incidental. Because he did something to you. Good gosh, <laughs> you still caught him up. Well, I've got two threat, and he's got friggin' five. <laughs> okay, so Jeez. that was his, that was his role to try and get away. Um, <laughs> Okay, so your perception, you... Here's what happens. Okay, in an instant, when you cast your spell, um, it casts a spell like a few moments after. You see this, like, blue flash, and then it speeds away. Like, it goes... Like, all of a sudden, it's, like, just gone and disappears out of the forest into the an opening, and you can't see it from here. Um... As you're... I beat its number of successes, though, right? Okay, so here's here's what happens. It, the perception roll just happened incidentally, was what I was trying to get you to do, to see okay. if you understood what was happening, to get more information about this. Yeah, I, did, I didn't understand that. Yeah, I thought yeah. I was just trying to track it visually. Yeah, so basically, the reason why you can't see it now is it, it's just that far ahead. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah, you saw it run away really yeah. good. Basically, it used five advantages to try and get away from you. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Now, you can still use those. You still got three advantage if you want to use it, which I assume you do. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely do. Um, gosh, but how, how would I use that? I've got an idea if you want me to play okay. this out for you. I would love to have you play this out because I've got no idea how to use that advantage right now. Okay, you and I'm gonna I'm gonna take those two threat and um, use it. You see this blue flash, knowing, and you kind of instantly know, like, wait, that was magic. And then this thing just like speedster flash, sort of like takes off and gets like you can tell it's making its way to the for edge of the forest. Um, as you're trying to catch up to it as fast as you can, you trip and stumble, um, kind of bumping yourself into a tree or two, and you, you don't fall. <clears throat> you are able to catch yourself, but you take you take two more strain. And you're kind of winded, but you, you keep going. 
Um, and but as this thing leaves the forest, it the forest immediately comes alive, and you hear crickets and uh, an owl and the cicadas and all the normal life of a forest awakens as this thing leaves the forest. You stumble out into the clearing, and it's actually quite a, a beautiful um, night. Uh, there are no clouds. The stars are beautiful. The moon, even though the moon is is starting, you know, almost full, it's it, you can still see the stars. Um, to your right, you can kind of see the making out of uh, the foothills towards Windcrest, which you've kind of studied the area and kind of know, like generally where you are in the world. So you know, to your right is Windcrest, uh, at the foothills of the the Howling Mountains. And in front of you is the plains that lead, depending on which way you go, towards the coast. Um, and you don't see this thing anywhere. It is gone. But you look to your left and you see something black, probably about uh, probably about 200 feet down the, down the edge of the forest. And you know it's not a shadow, though. You know it's something yeah. different. What do you do? Well, I'm obviously not done chasing this thing. It oh, now this thing that you see is black is not the thing you were chasing. This thing is gone. Like you do not see any traces of it right now. So like like player recognizes that, right? Yes. Character is totally single-minded in this pursuit um and so like anything that seems like it could be possibly that other thing he's gonna go after it so uh we're gonna go see what kind of trouble we're stirring ourselves up into (laughs) okay uh so you go to approach the black thing on the ground yeah uh you approach it and it's kind of an odd shape um when you look um sort of trying to figure out what this thing is um it almost looks like the ground is scorched and um you look at its shape and the farther away it gets from this forest it's sort of like it gets smaller and thinner um but it's like it's a good like probably 50 feet maybe maybe a little less maybe around 40 30 feet possibly this thing is pretty far away from the forest um it's really thin and so from from the very far end, like it's almost like just a a thin, just scorch mark until about eight feet away from the forest edge. And when it gets about eight feet from the forest, it it almost forms the shape of a funnel. It kind of branches off diagonally in both directions, and um, then it it just as it branches out and sort of kind of tapers off. It's, it's like it just stops immediately um, when it, it gets to the edge of the forest. And nothing around nothing, – the forest isn't touched by this at all. So on this grass, this like plain sort of area that has all this, this really nice, like beautiful grass, it's just this funnel sort of shape is – has been burned into the ground. And it stops right at the edge of the forest. Huh. Um, 
anything natural that I can think of that would have done this. You can make me either a survival check, um, or you could possibly make a check with a different skill, if you can justify it. I would like to first make a survival check and then make a uh, make a check based on primal magic and see if there's anything I know of magically that could cause this. But first, I want to rule out the natural. Uh, okay, so this is going to be a hard, a three purple uh, survival check, and your survival is one yellow, two green. That is a failure and an advantage. Um, you're not really sure what 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 this is. So could it be magical? Let's say that that advantage could give you an inkling that it might be magical. Okay. So let's uh, let's take this in the route of the arcane. Uh, what is what does my primal skill say? Okay, you can make either a primal check or you can make me a um, a lore check. It's it's literally the same dice. You got one yellow, two green in both those pools. Sure. What's what's our difficulty? Let's do it. Uh, okay, so Laura, you're just gonna be one uh, yellow, two per two green, uh, one blue, two purple. That is an advantage. Okay. And one. You're not sure what caused this, but you, if you, do you mind if I I help you out here? Yeah, yeah. You re- you you can't place your finger on it, but you feel like you've seen this somewhere. I'm gonna have to ask Zuko about this. Um, yeah, you, well, I would say, like, recently, like, you, you've recently, like, seen something familiar like this. Yeah, I think it's best if he sleeps on it, uh, around set up camp about a hundred yards away from this. Out where at? In the woods or in the fields? We're gonna set up camp, uh, just at the tree line at the edge of that, that, uh, clearing. So you can see it, but you're still in the woods. Yeah. Okay. So you're under a tree. All right. Uh, so given the uh, given the encounters that Raytheon has had this evening, he is going to set up the simplest camp he possibly can. No fire, no light, no smoke. Um, we are going to uh, be constructing a lean-to uh, at the uh, at the base of this uh, this tree to sort of create a blind. So you know, take some uh, take some pine needles, and uh, and create sort of like a thatch uh, cover for this uh, for this little uh, <clears throat> shelter. Uh, make a make a mattress out of those, and uh, you know, really insulate and uh, keep like a fist sized hole in the uh, in the front of this thing, so that I can uh, so that I can keep watch over the uh, over that strange marking. Okay. Uh, you go to sleep, um, listening to the sounds of the forest, and um, nothing happens throughout the night. No, no other um, altercations occur. It's a peaceful night in the forest, and um, I think as you close your eyes and you nod off to sleep, I think we screen wipe to our friends who are also... Uh, about to call it a night and uh, see what they are up to. Cool, cool. So Leo and Khajiit, um, do you guys sort of, uh, what do you guys do? Are you guys helping out with the watch? Are you guys 
just setting up camp and, and heading, calling it a night? Uh, they already got everything defensive, so... Yeah, they've got two two trained guards. Um, they probably have um, probably about four people guarding. Uh, they probably recruited two the other two men to help out. Uh, so they got four guards. They've got a couple fires going. Um, I, I spent some time initially uh, just checking on all people, trying to get some spirits up for the journey. Um, after that, I'm. I mean, I know they have four guards, but I'm going to take 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 a position there. Uh, so. I'm probably going to post up next to Leo and just hum. Mm-hmm. I swear, 20 more, 20% more of my goods disappear. I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> All right, well, the night passes without any altercations. Nothing stirs across the river. Um, everybody is exhausted. And by the time morning wakes up, there's just this somber sort of, man, there's just this somber sort of feeling that's fallen over camp. Uh, everyone's ready to make it to Fast Haven. And um, with a couple, couple preparations, nobody's really interested in having a, a big breakfast. Um, the camp is ready to move out pretty early in the morning. Uh, and you guys make your way to uh, Vast Haven. You get there about um, halfway, um, about halfway through the day, about around about, around about lunchtime. Do you guys make any small talk throughout the day, or you kind of just quiet? I, I check on Gregory from time to time. He's regained his consciousness. Um, he's doing okay. He's you know he kind of he's very thankful that that you guys. Uh, were there and, and helped. They probably would not have survived had y'all not been there. Um, but overall, he's pretty beat up. Like, he doesn't say a whole lot. So, Leo, your name is quite normal amongst my people. A lot of people call Leo. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, how so? Well, when they are born and given a name... Uh, frequently, it is Leo. Oh, okay. So, like, like a lion. Yes, that is the comparison a lot of people make. But uh, you seem not to be as frequent with jokes about my people as a lot of other humans I encounter. Oh well, in my line of work, it's pretty important to judge the individual, not not based stereotypes. You know. No, that's how I live my life, brother. Ah. <laughs> uh. How did you? How did you even make it here? I've I've never made it down there. I mean, honestly, I don't even know myself. I uh, one minute I was trying to drink myself to death in a, a tavern. Next thing you know, I was trying to f- ride myself to death out in the middle of the wilderness, following some sort of changeling. Uh, basically, somebody said, as I told you before, um, a task needed to be done. People's lives were at risk, and I thought, okay, let me see if I can help out. I figure, why not? Okay. There's not too much more to the story than that, at least maybe that I'm not willing yet to disclose more. But All right, keep your secrets. <laughs> safe be safe be told, though, I used to be a brave for my people. Uh, rode up front and, and in our raids and uh, fought the werewolves. You wouldn't have to happen to be werewolf, would you? I'm not werewolves. I have 
heard of them. There, there are many tails up here. Well, they usually only have one tail, but uh, you can get many of them if you are brave. Ah. Any questions for me, Kaji? Yes, what's your story? How did you wind up being a merchant for a doomed caravan of death? <laughs> uh, it seems to be my family. Uh, my family curse of some sort. <laughs> um, I, I was born into the caravan trade. I was born into it. Um, now, I'm, you'd say I'm the the head the head trader of my my clan. Uh, what, what what few remain? Okay. Well, uh, you're willing to come with me up to uh, Three Oaks. Uh, wouldn't you prefer more to find just another caravan and go riding around here and there? Oh, I prefer to make it there quickly. I don't want to deal with this crap again. Yes, it's quite inconvenient, isn't it? I uh, just... Uh, they they had so many guards and they they still got surprised twice. Um, with that with that, make me a perception check, boys. Difficulty. Um, it is going to be three purple. Oh jeez. I oh wait. I succeeded. Yeah, you succeeded with two threats. You notice uh, at the, when you say that. Um, you notice that you're coming, like, you see the city at this point, you see Vast Haven, um, but across the river, you see two ferals, um, just crawling along the riverbank, watching your caravan as it goes. Like, they're not, they're not, like, they don't look too aggressive at this point, like, not like, um, they did earlier in your travels but this is daylight um this is daylight that you're seeing these things uh follow you and they're just just strolling along the the riverbank watching you guys on all fours just crawling around okay does anyone and i'm yelling this does anyone in this caravan have something that would attract dark beasts for real just, just let me know so we can guard you better. For real. <laughs> Everyone like kind of just like like jerks when you say that because they they're all like just they're all on their edge like edge of nerves. I, I point to the guards when I'm don't those pharaohs should not be following us right now. Yeah, and one of them goes, "Yeah, I, I've never seen them during the day. This is uh, everyone. We're speeding up." Uh, and get off the road. Uh, so they kind of lead you off the road a little bit. It's it's smooth. It's grass. Like nobody's really having a hard time. But you guys are picking up the pace. Um, and you actually can see the uh the edge of the the black fields across the river come. And as soon as the the black fields ends, the ferals do not follow you. They stop at the edge of that 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 area. Uh what are ferals, by the way? Um, ferals, we call them ferrix. Uh, we call them ferrix like the first uh, session. I'm just going to call them ferals from now on. Um, they are uh, sort of like a, a dark green, sometimes black, dark sort of like, not necessarily black, but some of them, most of them are like either dark green or sort of gray. 
um, very hairy, and red eyes. Um, they're almost like, they're kind of similar to goblins in a way, but they're, they're much more deadly than goblins. Well, shit. Uh, but yeah, they stop. They stop. As soon as it gets towards, they get towards the edge of the, the black fields, they stop. Uh, crawling on all fours and they watch you guys for a good ways but then like they take off running back towards the dark field so something we have or there's something going on with the dark fields uh yeah so you guys pick your speed up and uh make it actually there before uh a little bit before Probably lunchtime. Do you guys? What do you guys do once you get to Vasthaven? And Vasthaven's a very large Elven city, uh, not as large as uh, Lithlilian, Leo, but um, probably like maybe a half the size of Lithlilian. Okay. Do you guys um, tarry at all? Do you just take off towards Three Oaks? Kaji, do you mind if I take, uh, make a quick stop by a uh, leather vendor? Uh, yes, that would be fine. I'm more concerned about those ferals we saw inside the city. Do you think we might carry anything? Uh, gee, I just have goods I farmed out east. Nothing nothing special. Uh, you, um, you, you said you got the cloak of that guy. I got the cloak with all these pockets. It could have anything in it. Well, look at the look at the pockets. Uh, I figured I kind of would have done that while we were traveling. Uh, I mean, would I have found anything extra in the pockets, or did we already kind of go through it clean? Or make me a uh, make me a skull duggery check. Keep in mind, we have the whole trip. Like I'd be like searching for or uh, two purple. Just do two purple. Yeah, two purple. It's a cloak. <laughs> um, you notice there's something in this jacket. But you can't quite figure out how to get it out. There's and, something right here. I don't uh, know how. To... It feels daggerish. <laughs> uh, do you by any chance have a spare dagger I could cut something out of a cloak with? Looks in my pocket. Look what I found. It's a dagger. <laughs> do you hey, have a dagger? You, could you? In cut? my in my deep deep pockets, I find a dagger. Oh, dude! I, oh, yeah! You got the you got the deep pockets. Could you pockets, throw this dagger-shaped thing? Matt, just... Matt, yes. I totally forgot you had deep pockets talent. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. You you can produce <laughs> produce a bat. I'll let this happen. It's an old rusty dagger. Like your your great great grandfather had this dagger. <laughs> Here, here's a dagger. It means nothing to me. <laughs> yeah f you grandpa <laughs> i go okay uh thank you for this gift uh, and then i cut out whatever's in the the cloak i'm just saying i i'm just saying a, a good dagger is not rusted with its master's blood <laughs> i mean it's it's not well let's say it's not necessarily rusted it's just it's old maybe not as sharp as oh. it used to be I mean, it's been handed uh, down. It's probably chipped oh, okay. a few times. Like, it's probably like it's a family used. family hand me down sort of thing. Okay. Now, I, I would like to point out, I'm I'm going to try carefully not to touch the dagger with any part of my skin. Um. Well, here's the thing. You try to cut this thing out, and it's like 
you run the blade and uh, the blade's sharp like you run the blade across the the cloth and it it doesn't cut it like and then you yeah. i'm assuming you check probably that it's it's sharp it's sharp is, is the yeah. garment magical you just take it and stab leo oh it's so sharp jeez but... <laughs> oh, oh man here, Leo, you give this a try. I can't cut this stupid thing out. Is your dagger defective or something? Uh, does this universe have like trouble de destroying magical garments, magical items? Uh, that would have to be a, a check you would have to make, probably, for me. Okay. Well, Either, what kind of check? Uh, you well, it it depends. Uh, let's see. You can make me a lore check. Oh man. Okay. What's the difficulty? I would say, mm, I'll say easy. I'll say easy. But one that's one? One purple, yeah. I don't think this is necessarily hard. I mean, you've probably heard tales of magical items. Ah, oh, jeez. As a vendor, I'm, I'm dumb. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't. Well, I mean, you got two advantages. You fail, but you got two advantages. I think I might know somebody here that we can take this to. Okay. All right. All right, let's get it checked out. Actually, how about this? You pull into town, you pull into the gates, uh, and as you're starting to make your way to the sort of the market, um, you see um, you see this great big sign: magical artifacts or magical enchanted items sold here. Well, that's not convenient or anything. Let's uh, why don't we take it there? <laughs> that was his two advantages. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, this place is perfect. Let's let's go ahead and take it there. Uh, you walk in, and there's this old lady just just standing behind the counter, just looking at this. Uh, she's actually looking at an old ledger, marking stuff down. Oh, hello. Oh yes, hello there. She kind of puts her <laughs> her uh, uh, spectacles on her uh, nose a little bit better to see you. How can I help you, dear? Ah, uh, yes, I'm uh, I'm Leo Thundershield of uh, Thundershield Clan out east. Uh, you might have met my mom, uh, uh, Gertrude uh, Thundershield, uh, quite a few years back. <laughs> she, uh, she was always yes. the magical. Was she? Feelings. Was she the the red haired lass? Or was she the? Was she the? Was she blonde or? I I remember the name. Uh, same <laughs> color as my hair. Same color as my hair. Ah, yes. Brown, brown, as you yes. see it. I'm kind <laughs> of old in my ears. Sometimes I get my f my old acquaintances mixed up. <laughs> she kind of just squints. You can't even tell like if she's opening her eyes and looking at you. She's squinting so hard. How can well, I help you, dear? Yes, we we need your assistance. We. She goes. We wait, work. wait. Is that? Is that a near I see? Come closer, dear. Come closer. I I, I paw forward and go, Yes, I, you are very perceptive. I am one of the Dunair. And must I say, I did not know the city had such enchanting creatures such as yourself. Welcome to me. Oh, I'm too old for that <laughs> old flirty, flattery stuff. She goes, But may I touch your hand? Your Fur, you're, please. It's been I so I do believe long. that was insinuated. I, oh. I lean forward a little bit. 
She like runs her <laughs> fingers through it and she just smiles. Oh, it brings back such fond memories. Now let me see what you have. Let me see what you have. And I, I Kaji looks down and goes, "Well, come again." <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's she's like pawing for that our our item. She's like she wants oh, the oh, 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 <laughs> no no not that item. Oh, oh, <laughs> she I wants am. she wants the magical item. I and not that uh, match. She wants the I, jacket. Just give her the jacket. <laughs> I'm in hell. I'm in hell. Okay. All right. What I roll to see if I if I can side glance to see whether or not his penis is barbed without being no, noticed. I'm looking. No. No. Is that no, perception or wearing no. clothes? What are you, a barbarian? No. So I I, I take the the cloak. From the hand that passed it to him goes, We found this uh, from a uh, person, a changeling, in fact, you say that uh, of, of a dubious nature, but yeah. there seems to be something secreted in it that yeah. we cannot get out. When you say changeling, she like she takes it and stops. Oh, a changeling. And there's something in it. She like, where is it? And she's feeling around. Oh, there it is. Oh so- crap. <laughs> Do I sense a plot point? (laughs) I don't know. Um, And you try to remove it. She's like feeling around. I believe it's a dagger in there. Um, Yes, that was my very scientific assertion earlier. Yes? That it was dagger shaped. Well done, well done. And you tried it with a knife or a dagger? Yes, we tried it with the dagger. We figured that would be the most uh, ironic. <laughs> she uh, she uh, rustles underneath. She kind of like uh, bends down beneath the counter, rummages into something. Ah, here it is. Pulls out an old, janky-looking wand. Like this thing is not. It's not straight. It's made out of like willow or something. And um, she touches the cloth with it and um, cuts cuts it out with her wand. Uh, she does a does a magical spell and cuts it out, and then pulls the dagger out with her wand and places it is places it on the counter. She goes, "Oh, what a dagger!" Now, the dagger you see is a the hilt is made of silver the guard is actually a moon it's uh the moon a crescent moon with a man a man on the moon huh i wonder if you'd call this some kind of night blade (laughs) and it is not a it's a straight silver blade it when you look at it you realize the hilt and the blade is all one piece probably and it is straight up silver um, the man on the moon is, his mouth is open and the blade is coming out of the mouth. Ah, that's the symbol yeah. on the paper. Well, we must take this through, uh, our next stop on the journey. That is very clear. That'll be, that'll be ten silver. She's, she's like, holds her hand out. Wait, well, before, before I pay for this, I do have a question about the cult. Is there any way the coat could be refashioned to actually fit me? It looks very convenient. Is it magically enchanted or anything? 
she says, yes, I can do that. That would be, hmm, probably, let's see. Let me, let me look at my chart of magical money. <laughs> <laughs> As I figure out how much she would charge you. Okay, I'm going to say that to repair and fix this coat. Uh, she looks at the coat, looks at you, and goes, that'll be... I could fix this to make it fit for you, but that would be 40 silver. 40 silver. Yes. Yes. That is quite expensive. Is it magically enchanted or anything, or is it just pent-ass coke? Yes, it seems to be. It was enchanted with a protection spell, but also the user knew how to open the pouch with the dagger. It had a magical incantation on it. Which is now broken, of course. Well, I could fix that, too. That would be part of the 40 silver. Okay, okay. Uh, but it would take me, s- me one day. Do you think we have that long before we are overrun with uh, goblins and hildebeest and whatever those creepy crawly things are? I oh, oh, honey, there hasn't been an attack on Vasthaven since the war. Man, are, you familiar with, are you familiar with ferals? Yes, I've seen quite a few ferals in my day. Have you ever seen them try to follow a caravan in broad daylight? Ooh. She, yeah. Uh, she kind of like, she's not really smiling at this point. Her smile, she kind of looks a little concerned. Her brow sort of furrows and, no, I can't say I ever have. And you said this happened to you? Just now, we lost most of our caravan to two attacks. We think they might be after this this uh, this sword. I judge by now that uh, you are either a good person or we are screwed anyway. So uh, I don't <laughs> mind divulging that. But we need to take it to a famous wizard uh, who lives up north uh, oh. before they overrun us. You mean Morty? Morty the wizard? Up north? Perhaps, if that's it, his name. I was it, pretty drunk when I met him, honestly. Well, he was from Three Oaks. He come by here quite a while ago. Oh, yes, I believe perhaps to him. I'm not quite sure. Well, I've never seen ferals chase after a caravan during the day. But I don't believe that they would be after this dagger. It doesn't seem magical in any way. She taps it with her wand again a couple times no it doesn't well, then, seem magical well then you might want to consider relocating a little further away from this gate oh no we'll be fine vast haven is a very powerful city now and and it really was fortified like large stone walls surrounded the entire oh, okay. city uh, massive gates like this is a this is a pretty well def- well built up uh, elven city don't worry, my friend. There are many powerful wizards that will take care and many guards, many, many guards that would keep us safe from any ferals. But it is, it is troublesome that they are moving in the day now. They used to keep during the night, but, well, times are changing again. It's much like it was before the war. She kind of looks down towards the dagger and kind of trails off into thought. I was much younger before the war. 
<laughs> she smiles. I bet you were just a kitten, a cute little kitten. <laughs> she I like love. rubs your hair, your arm hair again. Ooh, it like shivers. <laughs> yes, well, well, the whole camp's plaything apparently. Uh, well, well, do you uh, want me I, to do this? Forty silver, and it'll take a day. Forty silver, and we'll give you the day if that's okay with you, Leo. Um, and I would ask if you could give us any advice, perhaps, on how you would set about traveling from here to Three Oaks without being mauled by uh, whatever those things were. Oh, you won't have to worry about the ferals. They don't travel, they don't go far from the black... Oh, goody. Uh, we saw two this morning outside, but okay. What Where are they... the black fields you speak of? Uh, you were passing along. Yeah. Along. You, across the, the, the river. The the river. Yeah, across the river, when you looked, it was nothing but just black dirt. It looked like something had been had been burnt there. Trees were withered, like there was nothing growing there at all. Just looked like a, and, a black desert, almost. Okay, uh, alright, I will pay you the full amount uh, tomorrow, but uh, here's ten up front, just because you, you've already worried your precious hands over my dagger already. No, oh, you're... You're awful sweet. Now, did you pay her the ten for the da getting the dagger out? Uh, well, you said seven, but I'm paying her ten, ten of the forty. I think no, I, he's saying that the total price is fifty. Yeah, the total price. Well, she she charged ten dollars to get this thing out. Ten silver. Sorry. Okay. Now, I, now I don't suppose since we're going through you for the uh, the coat the cloak that you wouldn't bundle in the uh, the divination of the. Uh, the cloak, the uh, dagger into the cost of the cloak. Would you? All right, make me a uh, make me a negotiation check. Um, it's gonna be three purple difficulty. Ugh, it's so hard. She's she's a well uh, she's well versed in negotiation. Okay. What'd you get? I got two successes. All right. Uh, she looks at you, and she looks at Ketjeet, and she goes, Well, I guess it wouldn't hurt. Just to charge 40. 40 silver pieces for both. Uh, I guess 10 now, and then 30 in the morning when it's ready. Oh, thank you. Now, now don't you go frolicking into those fields outside the gates now. Oh, I don't trust me. My frolicking days are over. Oh, I don't think that's even close to true. You have a good, you have a good uh, day. We'll see you later. Bye, dears. <sighs> Kaji, we are fucked. I, I think, I think they might not be following us, Miss Dagger. I think it's just getting worse. Are you oh. sure? Are, are you sure that we don't have anything else on this, like per se, a a thing they can track and communicate with? I don't think that would draw ghouls to us. Well, uh, what about any other loot? I imagine you have a lot of stock. I even have some stuff I picked up through my adventures. I, oh, I don't have any antiques or anything. All I've got are uh, mostly crocodile leathers that I'm going to try to offload soon. Ah yes, a couple bric-a-brac. Nothing I would have really. Nothing I would. Uh, yeah, there's nothing I've got that would be close to it. Okay, so uh, all right, we need to find a place for the night, hopefully a secure place, and then tomorrow get cloak, 
get dagger and skedaddle like the kitty faddle, as we say back in the dunes. We don't <laughs> actually say that. <laughs> so um, I um, we uh, we agree on a place to meet. All right, I guess we get we get, we we secure a place for the night. Uh, yeah, so you can find lodging in the town. It'll be uh, five silver for each, unless you want to like split a split a room together, and then you could get like um, just a room for probably six silver with two beds in it. Kaji, you want to save money? Uh, stay together. Yes. Uh, do they have a, a secured room? That's more than my can. Sorry. Yeah, it would be a private room. You could get a private room probably for six silver. All right. Uh, go halfsies. Sure. Just how much do I owe for the end? That's all we need to find out. You, owe, you owe three silver, and I saved you ten silver for the, the, the divination. Oh, I would have gotten down to her one way or the other. All right. So, so, so three silver for the room. All right. With that, we end our session tonight as we see Leo and Kapji bond over some drinks throughout the evening and get a good night's rest for their final leg of the journey to Three Oaks. I've been your host and your GM, Matt. Thank you once again for joining us for another episode of the Hazardous Casuals podcast. We hope to see you soon. Bye-bye. The content of this podcast is property of the Hazardous Casual podcast. The Genesis role-playing game, Genesis logo, and Realms of Turnoff are property of Fantasy Flight Games. Any content used from the Genesis Foundry belongs to their prospective owners. The hilarious setting and setting books is property of the Hazardous Casual Podcast. Music is provided by Rayburn Johnson or otherwise stated in the show notes.